Marvel's Eternals. Was it good? That's the question we're going to be answering here on Was It Good, along with filling you in on some Easter eggs, things that you missed, and our general thoughts on Eternals. This is Was It Good. I'm Ravi, joined by Krishna. We're missing Arjuna. No idea where he is. And as always, Mr. Michael's over in the producer's chair. Nice. We got to get Michael his like uh, his own close-up camera. We could like a you know it's like a really like unflattering like any angle, like <laughs> no. any I'm angle will do that. <laughs> That's not true. Everyone knows the top-down angle is the best angle. I think. It is. It's <laughs> supposed to make you look thinner. I don't know. I don't know uh, Christian, of course, is referencing <laughs> the fact that we do put our full uh, podcast in video form on YouTube slash Was It Good. That's exactly what I was going for. Were you really? No. no. Yeah. You just forget. Good that. save, though. Good you save. You forget that this is a audio podcast. I do. I do. I think of this as YouTube first. That's. Oh, that's, it's why do I bother shaving my head? That's wrong. Christian, what did you think of Eternals in one word? Wow, one word. One right word impression. It. Ooh, uh, I'm gonna Third say thing, just go. Uh, I'm gonna say surprised. Wow, surprised. Yeah. So Eternals, um, Eternals was sort of a roller coaster build up. Uh, when I first saw the the um, heard about it, wasn't excited because I was like, I don't know who the fuck the Eternals are. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the first trailer, I was like, Wow, this looks really cool. Saw the second trailer, I'm like, This looks really cool. And then in the week leading up to it. Um, no matter how much you try to avoid mm-hmm. Twitter and uh, re- early reviews and TikTok, yep. the the negative uh, critics critical response um, floated into your awareness, and all of a sudden, your my excitement, you know, sort of tanked. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh boy, I, you know, I'm setting myself up to failure. So I really went in just trying to keep a very blank mind, uh, and I was surprised at how much I enjoyed it. So I I, I was. I was engaged. It was funny. Um, it's a different kind of MCU movie, uh, and I st- and even though it it did feel and look well, not look so much, but feel different. Mm-hmm. I was surprised at how much I think it is going to be a MCU. Like how important I think it's going to be in the MCU, and maybe and going forward how it will fit. Like it maybe it's setting up some different things, which is good. MC, let's be honest, MCU's got a it needs to bring in some different stuff. It so. needs not to do what Black Widow did. Correct. Which was repeat what we've had for the last 10 years. Yeah. Or just know. be a forgettable movie. Forgettable movie. You know, big action sequences. Eternals was not that. Dramatic, dramatic after credit scene. <laughs> the end. That's, that's basically the Marvel <laughs> formula. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Question for you, because uh, Michael, actually, you pointed this out kind of jokingly, kind of serious. Part of the marketing material behind the Eternals was, you know, Eternals. You know, this changes everything. Oh yeah. You know, the <laughs> big the big marketing like <laughs> slogan was like, you know, everything changes. Yeah. Did you uh, pick up on anything that you would suggest is the the big change? Um, maybe well, the whole movie as a whole, like yeah. Well, uh, it seems like the biggest the biggest thing that you would take from Eternals is they sort of introduce an origin story, mm-hmm. right, into, like, everything. You know, every great fantasy um, usually touches upon some kind of, like, creation. Creation, myth, right. Right, or creation idea or whatever. And uh, so we've, we sort of have the rumblings of one here in the MCU. We know now in, th- in the MCU how galaxies are formed, right? It's, it's not 
It's not um, supernova events and uh, gas clouds and, uh, you know, uh, atomic events of that nature. No, it's um, giant beings. <laughs> uh, celestials. Celestials creating, you know, galaxies, right? So con- essentially gods creating life, right? Or uh, creating the playground for life. Um, I actually get a question on that, right? So that is... You know, the in any story, there is the narrator or the info dump or the thing that's telling you that information. You know, in some really good stories, the narrator or the person that's like giving you that information is not necessarily a reliable source. Mm. Being that good the point. celestials are, <laughs> you know, a being, they are somewhat selfish and self-centered in terms of their thinking of how to do things. Yes. Um, do you think it's possible that maybe that's not? The whole truth? Yeah, I don't think it's it's not only possible. I think that's uh, more than likely, right? Uh, we I think recently we've been introduced to a lot of very uh, big ideas in the MCU. Multiverses. Mm-hmm. Now we're getting celestials and creation. Um, so we're only getting a piece of the picture. This is like the first, you think this is the, this is the first movie even dealing with this stuff. Uh, we're just getting into multiverse. So, you know, uh, we absolutely don't have the full picture. This why the creators they can't put everything on the table. Otherwise, what would be the point in watching right. the rest, right? So yeah, I'm curious. I'm curious. I, I love the idea of unreliable sources of information. You know, that's that's uh, a great way to drive conflict and reveal information and whatnot. So, uh, it, I, honestly, I think the best slogan for this movie could be "Stay tuned." You know? Yeah, that's I a, think that's that a makes lot a lot of, there's a lot of good stuff to come. I think I thought the big. Like from the marketing perspective, the big <laughs> change the MCU was going to be we show sex scenes now. God, uh, when I saw that, I think uh, my mouth was like, "I do like the wow. the re- the par- the parents, not like our parents, but like just uh, I saw a lot of parents reacting to that whole sequence, saying, "How could Disney and Marvel put something like that in there?" You know, because it's a how could they? How could they? <laughs> and, and I guess the 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 thing that's a the thing that's like scary to me is like there are parents that are upset about this, yeah. showing a you know a very bland, not really like over sexualized. You, you see some sex back, scene. yeah. You see some back. It's classic missionary. Big I deal. mean, come on. But like, if you're a parent <laughs> taking your kid to a PG thirteen movie, and you're upset about that, but you're okay with like the violence galore. Of like course. the violence galore is okay to some parents, but yeah. God, you show some sex. Holy fuck! Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be honest, though, we've we sort of ha- have had that sort of archaic thinking uh, thinking in this country, at least in Europe. Yeah. They seem to be a bit more open to that kind of stuff. Um, it's, it's funny we've we're flipped from Europe. We're okay with guns and violence, but sex? No, 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 no. In Europe, they're okay with sex, but guns and violence is like, no, that's that's not okay. One I'm creates over, life, one I'm over, takes life. I'm overgeneralizing. No, of course. I mean, that's like that defi- we're definitely but, overgeneralizing. But but in, but it seems to be yeah. like, at least that's the portrayal of the two uh, places on Earth. I, I thought that was... Of those particular We should talk about the Middle East then and Eternals. I mean, as the taping of this pod, I believe they're still banned from certain countries over there Yeah. Uh, because of the inclusion of um, uh, LGBTQT plus uh, content, which, yeah. again, I don't see the big deal on why, you know, it's the 22nd century. Me and you don't see the big deal, but, but, they, to, they but, do. to, but yeah, let's be honest. It's bizarre. I mean, they're missing out on a very interesting and fun movie. Uh, for oh my edge, and this brings yeah. me to my one word Im- impression, which is going to be, um, fuck, I just lost it. 
what is that word where I want to say not conflict, um, Ooh. polar, polar, polarizing, polarizing. That yeah, that's that's it. Potatoes, potatoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Polarizing, uh, and the re- and I think it makes sense to use the word polarizing because, like you said, right, earlier reviews tank this movie on Rotten Tomatoes critic score. Which, yeah. by the way, quick PSA: never base seeing a movie on Ron Tomatoes critic score. It's yeah. absolute dog shit. Yeah. It's it makes no bad. sense. It's the entire United States and essentially anyone who is accredited to some form of journalism. And we're talking paper yeah. to digital, which, you know, it's very easy to get a blog up and running and call yourself a oh, journalist. Yeah. How hard is it to get that Ron Tomatoes? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of wondering critic. like, can we do it? Cause uh, if we put out, I think if you put out enough content and have a certain audience, probably. Again, right. so it's like I don't believe that the critic score means anything anymore. Yeah. I think the audience score makes more sense. Yes. Um, but like you said, like it was definitely polarizing. And again, I, I was the same way. I went into this movie thinking, oh, I should set my expectations like nice and low. Way but I was now. definitely, to your point, surprised. Like yeah. this was very, very different from anything we've seen. Yeah. Um, presented a lot of brand new ideas. It also took the Marvel formula of. Let's give some backstory. Let's have some dialogue, action sequence, dialogue, action sequence, dialogue, big battle, end, after credit scene. It took the same kind of formula, but it also made it mm. interesting. Like, the action sequences weren't oh, this, like, okay, just hurry up and get to the interesting part. I'm right. done. Like, there was actual stakes to it. Things actually happened that were surprising. Yeah. Um, you yes. Know, yeah. That's right true. from, like, you know, um, um, Kingo. Yep. Leaving, you know, before the big battle even started at the very end. Didn't yep. see that one coming. To certain characters, you know, um, perishing. Yep. Um, you know, like, for, like, the other thing, too, with this movie, and to your point of being surprised, like, Marvel trailers and trailers in general, for the most part, kind of give a general sense of what's happening. Sometimes too much, right? Sometimes too much. too much. Yeah. The Eternals trailer, whoever the trailer editor was for this, I think some of the best trailers ever because it presented the core of what's happening there's an emergence. We got to get the team back together. <laughs> yeah. But then it also, what you got wasn't what you were thinking. Like when I saw the trailers, I was thinking um, Icarus and Ajax were kind of leading the front to get the team back together, right? And they were kind of the two central characters. Yeah. Instead, it was really Cersei played by Jenna Chan, who was kind of yep. the main character and everyone was supporting around her. Yeah. And again, that's because the trailer threw me for a loop, which was great. And Ajax was dead. And Ajax was dead. <laughs> yeah, Ajax like, like, was dead. I was like, when we when we what? saw that, yeah. Hopefully, they know that this is a spoiler filled uh, podcast. But um, yeah, when the first time you, you see Ajax, I'm like, oh, that's weird. Like, it must be like a clone, or you know, yeah. I did. And then you show that she's dead. I'm like, oh, okay. It's yeah. Sh- all right, well, give me that popcorn. Yeah, I'm ready for this shit. I, I think a prediction I had before the movie is that like seventy uh, percent of the Eternals would die. So mm-hmm. when I saw that, I was like, "Yeah, I'm on fire. I'm on fire." Yeah. Yeah. But it didn't. It didn't I, quite. I turn thought out that Angelina way. Jolie's character, oh man, um, Thena was going to be kind of like the big bad. Like you kind of knew before you saw. Like she was going to be some kind of rogue. You kind of knew somebody in the Eternals was going to go bad. 
I didn't think it was going to be Icarus. Mm. And again, I don't know anything about the Eternals except for like the Same. little Wikipedia that I did before. Yeah. I do want to read the original Jack Kirby Eternals. Oh, so this got you interested in that? Definitely want to kind of, because again, it's like, it goes upon, it goes to like the idea of like creation within the cinematic, like it gives the starting point. Yeah. Right. And then brings us to the present, which is cool. Yeah. So. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, yeah, and then, like, again, with the action sequences, like, Gil- Gilgamesh's character, you know, perishing. I didn't think that was going to happen. Yeah. Um, I thought, again, like, a normal Marvel movie, like, Civil War is a really good example. Like, in the comics, there's actual death of characters. Stakes. There are actual stakes. <laughs> in Civil War, it's a great movie. There's a lot of emotion, et cetera. But at the end of the day, it's but like... But by the end of but it... But at the end of it, it's like, hey, Cap's like, hey, if you ever need me, give me a ring. Yeah, yeah. Da, 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 Everything da, da. is fixed with a Everything, note. No exactly. one dies. No, yeah. Nothing like... I mean, granted, like... Um, <laughs> Their feelings are hurt. War that, mach- that's the like biggest Don Cheetah's yeah. War Machine obviously you know, gets paralyzed. That is, that is pretty bad. But again, like, when you compare Civil War to Eternals, yeah. shit actually happens in Eternals where, you know, that group of people who have been around for 7,000 plus years or millions of years or whatever... Shit's changed for them. Um, <laughs> just, just a, a bit. bit. Just a little bit. Just yeah. a bit. Yeah. Oh, man. I, I, yeah. You know what else I really, I really thought was surprising about the movie? Um, is that I thought they balanced a large team cast, yeah. like, really well. Like, uh, you got the different viewpoints of, like, most of the members. And uh, when they opposed each other, I thought they did a good job of, you know, that infighting within a mm-hmm. team, much like, you know, any family, you know, has. Uh, particularly, I thought the strongest ones were Druig. Yep. That was, I was like, I was like, he really, I thought, was like what what drew me in, like, the most in terms of his viewpoint, the acting, um, just how. Barry. Keoghan, I think. Keoghan, yeah. Yeah. Um, Who was also, fantastic. he was, um. He was in Dunkirk, which I always forget. Yeah. Along with uh, Harry. Styles. Styles as yep. well. Yep. Dunkirk alum. Dunkirk <laughs> alum. Dun- yeah. Uh, co-stars or whatnot. But yeah, I mean, yeah, a lot of, lot of cool surprises in this one. So, Where do you fall? Like a lot of, like there were two, mm. two like big pieces of criticism with the film where it was, you threw a bunch of characters at me that I don't care about. <laughs> was number one, which again mind boggling. Number two was uh, the big like I think the biggest criticism people kept arguing was like why all of a sudden are the Eternals doing anything mm-hmm. if they've been around for like seven thousand years? Right. Uh, I have my own thoughts on that, but do you have like a do you have an, an answer to that? Um, After seeing the movie that explains that, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see. It, I I, I want to go with. What they gave us, which right. is they were told to do nothing until the Deviant showed up. And I thought they did a good job of sort of explaining that. They're, they're all about Arishem, right? Mm-hmm. Arishem is this six-eyed giant. Uh, celestial? He is a celestial. Yeah. He is a celestial. Yep. Um, who gives them explicit orders, like, do this. And at the appointed, and he tells the leader, Ajak, and then, uh, and then um, uh, Gemma Chan's uh, character, I totally forget her name, Cersei, um, you know, hold the course until the emergence, right? And only those two characters are allowed to know uh, or given privy to, like, what the emergence is. Um, And they're all about it. Like, it shows, like, they're they're on a ship. They believe in the teachings of Arishem. They're, you know, spreading that gospel. Well, well, kind of. I mean, they help advance civilization, right? Human civilization. They didn't know why 
they were doing it necessarily. They those motives were hidden from most of them except for Ajax. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it seemed pretty obvious why they wouldn't have gotten involved. And I thought, and that, that was a point of contention, right? Right. That that fractured the team. Some of them wanted to get involved. Some didn't. Some wanted to go home. Like uh, I thought that was great. So uh, to me, that criticism is probably coming from people who either haven't seen the movie or you know, they put on a blindfold and earmuffs during the movie. So I thought it's that was explained pretty well. It's weird because like a lot of people complain about Marvel. Yeah. And then Marvel does something and Disney does something different. Yeah. And they still come. I think they just like to complain. Yeah. I mean, we c- we could go and put on our conspiracy theory hats. Yes. As you've already mentioned, this movie featured a lot of uh, ideas that, you know, probably rub people the wrong way. Mm-hmm. A lot of representation that, you know, some people, some people, and I, and I do believe it's just a very vocal minority, but let's be honest, you know, it's easy to create different accounts and, yeah. and scream into the void. And yeah. if you do it loud enough and long enough, people pick it up and you create fake back. You've create, you create a larger backlash than there actually is. Right. So you're amplifying just one voice as opposed to exactly, many voices. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, so yeah. And uh, then I guess the other thing too, like along the lines of multiple characters, like like I said at the beginning, like um, Cersei's really kind of the main character, I would say, in this, and everyone's kind of supporting. Yeah, she's like our through line. With that being said, do you think certain characters were even necessarily needed, such as um, Kingo? Did we need that storyline? Did we need the storyline with Athena and Gilgamesh? Um, Sprite, even you know going that deep into these characters like backstories it, is it needed does it make sense you know especially like with like let's 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 jump on sprite real quick so sprite is character um what is her her ability is basically kind of illusion Pro- projection projections and illusion, yeah. illusion um and then <laughs> she's also stuck in a youthful age like i th- believe the actress is, I think, in her teens. Yeah. And the character is also supposed to be in her stuck teens. Stuck in her teens. And she's yeah. stuck in her teens. By the end of the movie, um, Cersei is able to kind of <laughs> set her <laughs> quite, free. Quite conveniently, yeah. Quite conveniently <laughs> set her free. And then, you know, for the most part, that character is now gone. I mean, granted, a, an individual that has lived 7,000 years that they are aware of and now can grow older, maybe she'll come back as a different character as the actress ages. I mean, I think I look at it as like, she probably isn't going anywhere. She'll end up being sort of like a, you know, a helper to our team. Like mm-hmm. every, every superhero and every team ha- has helpers, right? Right. Non-powered helpers. Uh, helpers. Right. So you think so, so she'll be one of them. She'll be one of them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> the other thing that's kind of interesting, like whenever an actor or an actress comes or is presented like a Marvel part either when the disney plus series or Mm. the movies it seems obviously very common that they're signing multi-picture deals yeah and um the actress that plays sprite um where where is she um leah McHugh. uh i don't believe she has publicly said anything uh similar to what um selma hayek and don lee have said both of which have both said that they signed multi-picture deals with Marvel, even though both characters in the Eternals film perish by the end. Easy explanation, though, right? The explanation that, you know, what's his face? Um, Aramesh? Arishem. <laughs> Aramesh. Aramesh. <laughs> I like it. No, Ar- Aramesh. Aramesh. What yeah. is it? I think, I think it's Arishem. Arishem. Or Arishem. Is yeah. that 
their minds are consistently downloaded to some kind of you know world builder or gate yeah world builder where multiple copies of them i believe are like they're synthetic right they're yeah. not real yeah we also have that we, uh, i think when uh someone was explaining it um we shoot rows and rows and rows of each like version of yeah. uh, of yeah of the eternals so yeah it seems to be it's like this specific group isn't the first iteration uh, and I'm curious. I'm like, it sounds like there's uh, other copies of them on other planets doing the same thing. Because that explains the ending, right? When some of them get on the ship to fly off and be mm-hmm. like, hey, we're going to tell the other Eternals. Um, I would assume it's like copies of them. See, I, that's that what I was confused by because y- it is Harry Styles shows yeah. up yeah. and he is playing the character of Eros, who is supposed to, who is an, an eternal, eternal yeah. according to the comics. Right. I don't know if he calls himself... He's kind right. of in their outfit, but again, like an outfit is anything you can go find at Spirit Halloween stores. Yeah. Uh, so it's possible he just picked it up. But again, <laughs> he doesn't look necessarily like them. Yeah. So I wonder if it's a direct copy. I mean, I'm sure there's there's got to be different variants. Ooh, there's that one. Oh, variants. no. Um, <laughs> variants, but then there could be just also other Eternals. Where, That's true. Like other know, models or Other something. models yeah. or other types. Yeah. Um, so, I, I mean, either way, it's all going to be kind of kind of interesting there. yeah it, that w- i was confused by that because up until that point i was like oh okay so uh other groups of eternals would just be like other druids and other kingos and other icaruses icari plural plural icaruses icari so obviously at the end but Ic- apparently not uh you know so icarus obviously flies into the sun <laughs> it's funny because <laughs> of the whole story of icarus the greek flying. myth of but greek did he myth. get too close um <laughs> Do you think he? Do you think he's gone? Do you think he'll come back? I mean, granted, Icarus is played by Richard Madden, yeah, who everyone says is did a great job. I thought he was a little stone. Really, I thought it was great. For thought, so for that character, for that, I, I mean, thought it was great. Yeah, if it, I mean, he made me feel uncomfortable the yeah. entire film. So yeah, yeah, he did a good job there. Oh yeah, um, but still made me feel uncomfortable. No, and that 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 was what was so good about it: intense, charismatic, natural born leader. Something very slightly off about him the whole time, uh, and that was. It was so well done. I thought, uh, I, honestly, some of I thought. So you'd be cool seeing Icarus again? Oh, absolutely! I hope so. Yeah, I, I, and you know, I, I hope he's coming back and he he serves as some kind of you know, villain. Like I, I, he plays that role really well, and he, you understand why? Like he, he is simply serving out his function, right? Mm-hmm. They're created to do this thing, and he is simply carrying that function out all the way. So you, you can't even like blame him for what he did. It's like, that's what they were built to do, I don't which think is the interesting conversation. I don't think you see him as a villain though, because of his actions. I know. He's I sort think of if redeemed he comes himself. back, he comes back as a teenager. Yeah, which is, yeah. I think if he comes back, he would be similar to Kingo, where Kingo does not, does not interfere with the big battle at the end and stopping the new celestial from being born yeah. because he does believe, and he, you know, to his point, who are we to kind of stop the process? We're taking seven billion lives and saving them to prevent how many trillions, trillions yeah. of other lives from being born. Um, who are we to like kind of do that? I, I also thought, and I would say jumping ahead a little bit, that is my probably my least favorite part. Not what Kingo did, but the whole idea of the film where it's like we humanity we are so great that we should fucking be saved just because i get that you know i understand so i understand yeah and this is i've I've thought about this contention because i I feel the same way yeah 
But at the end of the day, what living thing isn't going to fight for its own survival? Every living thing. That's what the whole point of being alive is. Yeah. Um, But everything, bacteria, viruses, cancer, all of that stuff is fighting to stay alive. It's true. That's at the expense of... But again, I I don't think we need to like... The Eternals. I, I, I just wonder... I mean, I guess they never like come out and just say that in the movie. Like, humanity is so good, we should save it. But they were because there's they something can, special. They about consistently, them. they consistently yeah. harped on like we love these people, yeah. these people, yeah, the um, people, the people, man. I mean, love yeah, them. it was yeah, it was a line. It's like, oh man, these humans are are different. I mean, yeah, I, that was a little bit, uh, uh, you know, pandering to to our egos. It's true, but you know what? We are an egocentric people. Can can I just throw in, and I'm sorry, you can just say shut this down if you don't want to, but on this subject uh, about the multiverse, like there's several multiverses where those billions of people now exist and Earth is gone. So really with the multiverse, does that mean there are entire galaxies that go through the same thing that Loki went through in his situation? I th- That's... That seems to be like the implication, right? I mean, the idea of a multiverse is kind of hard to get your head around because it's like the idea is every every moment can split off into multiple branches, right? And then that affects things. And it seems like that would be very close to an infinite number of multiverses. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, it would be everything from the smallest to the largest. And uh, it's a fun idea to play with. Well, I mean, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if maybe season two, season three of like Marvel's What If, do we get a episode where, you know, <laughs> Kingo like helps them, or maybe more of them don't help, or, or some kind of variation? Yeah, why not? That. I hope so. Um, I mean, that would be kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Multiverse is weird to think about because then there's a multiverse where like. Humans didn't evolve. The grasshoppers did. And the grasshoppers are ru- the running grasshoppers the earth. are ruling the world. Yeah. And they, you know, but they don't believe in driving. So they didn't develop cars, you know, because they have wings. You know, I don't know. It's just weird shit like that. It's just weird to think about. Grasshoppers <laughs> can't fly. They jump. Oh, they don't have wings, do they? That's locust. Lo- I think you're thinking locusts, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Locust the whole, that whole family is very confusing to me. Whole family of insects. I just, uh, they creep me out. Not so frogs, I gave so. my least favorite part, obviously, the general idea that humanity is just so oh. good that it needs to be saved. Do you have uh, a least favorite part? Um, Yes, but I can't think of it right now. Okay. I think overall, I think overall what I would say is the movie, I really enjoyed the movie, um, but the movie as a whole, it, it was rather clunky. Uh, and uh, I use that word because it did rely, it, it needed to. Uh, I don't know how else you tell the story without it, but it relied heavily on flashbacks, mm-hmm. uh, which it, it felt like at least a third of the movie, maybe closer to half. Uh, and whenever you do that, um, going forth, back and forth, back and forth, you have to reorient yourself whenever you, you know, make that jump. And so, you know, that, it, that takes a certain level of energy to be able to do that multiple times during a two and a half hour movie. Um, I enjoyed all the flashbacks. I thought I, I enjoyed them each for what they were. Yeah. Uh, it's just that you had to keep coming back to the present and then jump back into a different time and then back into the present and then back into a different time. Uh, and so, you know, that structure felt clunky. I don't know how else you do it, but that's a better way. I, and like I said, I did enjoy them and I thought they added to the richness of the characters and why they had the certain viewpoints that they did. Um, 
but I would. So if I had a least favorite part, it'd be it'd be the structure, I suppose. Like change the structure. Like so, would you yeah. keep flashbacks or just? I think you keep have it to. all in the present. Yeah, I I think you have to. I, honestly, what I would say is, maybe the tone should have been a miniseries, and then you could have you know done episodes at different time periods, and maybe that's the way you you, you do it. But I enjoyed it. You know, it's like I don't know how you how you make it a better movie uh, structure wise. I think a miniseries without losing something. I think a miniseries or series would be tough to do. Absolutely. Because then you, because the, the MCU universe, like it's just so large, yeah. there will be questions of other things, like why aren't these things popping up? Yeah, you know why? Why are we like now around like the nineteen eighties or nineteen nineties, and we're not seeing a Captain Marvel thing or or whatnot? Like, yeah, I think it would be a little bit tough um, to kind of do stuff like that. Um, speaking of like timelines and all that, this movie based on, uh, I believe one of the producers came out a couple months ago and said that this will, this movie does take place, you know, in the present around the events of Spider-Man far from home. Mm. So that puts us around summer 2024. Um, or is no way, no way home. Far from home? It's far from home. No Way Home is the new one. Oh, okay. Okay, so it's the second one. The second one, yeah. The one that, the the Marvel movie that came out immediately after Endgame. That's right. um, Because Sony demanded it. Right. Uh, Great relationship, Sony and Marvel. Just kidding. It's a terrible one. The 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 brotherhood, they're like brothers. (laughs) (laughs) One's clearly better, but you know. Yeah, they step Step brothers. brothers. There you go. One's Will Ferrell. We were never brothers. We were step brothers. Uh... I guess one of the things that's a couple of people have brought up is if it does take place around Far From Home, a lot of this movie, majority of this movie on Earth takes place somewhat in London, you know, beginning, definitely the ending where Cersei and uh, Dane, we haven't even talked about Dane yet. Yep. Um, Kit Harrington's character, the Black Knight. Uh, they're discussing, and then all of a sudden, you know, big celestial... Pops up in the sky. Pops up in the sky in London, pulls her, and then disappears. Uh, Far From Home also has a big battle at London Bridge or Tower Bridge or whatever the fuck, whichever bridge, you know, the famous bridge with Mysterio. Um, you know, a lot of events seem to be happening in London post-Endgame. Yeah. Um, do you think it's a little weird? <laughs> like, let's pretend the end scene of Eternals happened month two months, day after, a couple days after the events of Far From Home. Mm. Is it a little weird that Londoners are just going about their business hunky-dory? I wonder if the Londoners would just be like, it's another Mysterio illusion. If it, oh. So if we're like, let's say let's say it's in the same. Yeah. Cause we, we'll, we'll touch on that other theory in a minute. But let's say it's in the takes place in the same universe. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe Londoners would just walk around and be like, oh, yeah, that, okay. I mean... We have learned, I, th- I don't remember Far From Home that well, but I believe it was revealed that Mysterio mm-hmm. was projecting illusions, right? Like, that's what he does. Yeah. So they might look at it and just be like, oh, here's another Mysterio. They're probably still scared, like, oh, my God. But mm-hmm. then they're also, back of their minds, are like, do we need to be too worried? It could be another illusion. Maybe we don't need to be worried. Do you think then, perhaps, because we were talking before the show that, in America, at least, right now, you know, there's a school shooting or a shooting, mm. and it's kind of, it runs a news cycle, it feels like, of a couple hours, and then everyone's on to the next thing. It's all old news. It's yeah. all old Quick. news. Do you think, like, how we have become desensitized to violence in the media, or, you know, 
the media is presenting violence. Do you think people in the MCU universe, like regular Joe Schmo, are desensitized to like these cosmic grand events? Cosmic <laughs> events. They're just like, oh, cool. There's a giant fucking face in the sky. Whoop de doo. Well, let's let's. Uh, how many how many Marvel movies have that been? I think this one puts us at like twenty six or something. Twenty five. So we have twenty five crazy uh, events, right, <laughs> involving. Uh, you know, all levels of massed village vigilantes all the way up to cosmic beings mm-hmm. coming to Earth, doing their thing, leaving, you, you know, causing destruction, seeing these crazy fights, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, some of them are publicized, some of them aren't, right? Um, it's 26 movies, by the way. 26, yeah. So, you know, are they desensitized? Maybe a li- maybe, maybe not to the level that we are, yeah. but uh, you would imagine that they're not as shocked as the first time this happened. Right, uh, they're like, okay, you know, Thor is here to save us, you know, or you don't have Iron Man anymore. Oh, we don't have Captain America. Actually, why aren't they freaking out? <laughs> Where's the Hulk? Oh, he's got a broken arm. He can't save us. Maybe they should be freaking out because let's be honest, the end of Endgame, that Avengers team is looking pretty thin. But I guess you also have to wonder though, how public that's is the other that thing. information. That's the other thing, right? Like too, Stark yeah. dying, probably pretty public. That's a public thing. Yeah. You know, uh, Captain America, the, based on what we saw in, like, Falcon Winter Soldier. you know, Public. The, it's, I, I would say the running rumor, though, is, like, he's on the moon. He's on the moon. That's but true. But nobody knows that he necessarily went back in time and or there is maybe a old man version. Like, I don't think that part is public. Yeah. I think it's just that Captain America is doing something else. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so that's good. That's good to know. And uh, then again, like... And then who knows how public the information is with, like, Black Thor. Widow. Black or Widow, yeah. do they know that Thor is off-world now? Or, you know, I, I don't know how much information is public information. Right, right. But if, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a good, it's a good like, what if? <laughs> uh, but it, let's, say, let's say, like, the face of the Avengers, which right. it seems to have been Iron Man, right? Tony mm-hmm. Stark, like, they, he paid for a lot of the stuff. Right. And he's dead. So... Maybe they should be freaking out more than they are because, yeah, who is there to protect them? I guess, like, let's... Who does London have? Let's, does let's, London have a Captain London? Let's put, um... Well, <laughs> not in this I, world, Captain not this universe. Britain or something or something of that nature. Um, Captain but, Marvel. But I guess, like, let's put, put yourself in their shoes for a second, right? Oh, Carter. So you just lost, like, your loved ones for five years. Yeah. And they showed back up. Yeah. And then roughly, I don't know, I think it's like eight months later... You're going about your business, and that giant fucking face shows up in the sky. Yeah. Which one is more freaky to you? Um. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, great. If That's you're like uh, Aaron Rodgers, yeah, probably the vaccine or The vaccine Manning. is more shocking. That's more shocking those, yeah. to you than a face Honestly, in the fucking I guess sky. Honestly, I guess it depends really? on how many friends you have. Oh, okay. If you're a super popular person. Yep. Uh, having a lot of your friends disappear for five years and then come back might yeah. be more shocking. Right. But if you're like a social recluse like myself who doesn't have very many friends, uh, maybe seeing the big face in the sky is more shocking. I would imagine <laughs> the... Well, here's here's my theory, though. I would imagine the big face <laughs> in the point. sky, like for the 7 billion people on Earth, would be more scary. Yeah. Because you have to remember, 3.5 billion of those people were gone and didn't really experience the blip. Yeah. Right, because to them they were here and then, and then they're they back. Yeah. Right. After five years. So yeah. I guess like, yeah, you should that seeing a giant fucking face. Yeah. It would be terrifying. It would be, would be the most terrifying thing. 
And then if we go back to the events of Far From Home, where it's Mysterio and everything, you could argue that's a terrorist attack, right? The bridge is blowing up. There's explosion. There's gunfire. Yeah. That's terrorism. So that's not that shocking, especially like in the real world. So yeah. I would say this, like if we don't here going forward <laughs> in the timeline, like, hey, where were you when there was a giant fucking face in the sky? So let me ask you this. Then. That's a problem. Let me ask you this. Okay. Where in No Way Home mm-hmm. do you want to see it addressed? You want to address right off the bat? You want, like, Peter Parker hang out with Mary Jane on the roof, mm-hmm. you know, that rooftop scene? Yep. And they're talking and giggling and, you know, being in love or whatever. You want one of them to be like, hey, I, you know, when I saw that face, I, 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 I thought about you and, and being there, saving you. Either that or even something so, stupid even like that. Something si- well, I mean, this is the other part that's kind of tricky because from what – and, again, I don't know because the movie hasn't come out yet for the next Spider-Man film. But from what I understand, the next Spider-Man film takes place, like – immediately after far from home so again <sighs> timelines, we, like man. timelines are all kind of fucked up so it's very possible that eternals is happening while during no or after no way home. no way home and then tying this back oh, into man. the theory that michael presented yeah what if the, you know the spider like what if there's already been the cataclysmic event <laughs> split thing and the spider-man far from home no way home and the events of Eternals are actually just two different universes altogether. You know, that would be the cleanest way to do it. Mm-hmm. It, w- it would be you'd be like, oh, I mean, we've introduced the multiverse already with the Loki. Um, we've seen that things are getting out of hand mm-hmm. there, over there, you know, uh, at the end of that show uh, with a bunch <laughs> of Kangs being released or whatever. So Kang. it being in whole bunch other universes easy clean way you don't have to address it in no way home mm-hmm. you can have venom showing up doing whatever he wants and you don't have to you know we don't have to you know punch ourselves in the head trying to figure out how it all fits together oh hey, hey real quick even once spider-man no way home has come out premiered and all that regardless of what the end scene is and all that fun stuff you still have to deal with the fallout that is jared leto's morbius a couple weeks later Oops. so enjoy that fucking headache oh man um, honestly but, i, I but do want to th- here's my theory real yeah, quick yeah, yeah. and i kind of hope this happens because oh, it would be a nice way to again change change of pace when it comes to Marvel films. Ooh. Instead of the end scene for Spider-Man being like something to propel in the future or whatever, I would love it if it ends where whatever the fallout of the movie is, like maybe there's 50 Spider-Man living in this universe, whatever. 50. But I would love it if it ended with look in the fucking sky, there's a goddamn face in the sky, and then everyone's freaking out, and then you just end it. Because it would be a nice way to be like, Okay, yeah, the Eternals and the Celestials, this is a big thing because, again, there's a fucking face in the sky. Yeah, yep, a face. I, I agree. I like agree. It has to be like a world event. It can't just be a the Londoner song. I mean, that was it. Imagine yeah. the religions. I think the Mary Jane Peter Parker conversation is, you know, that face in the sky, and the other one goes, oh, you mean God? <laughs> Which essentially Are you going to go is. to the sacrifice to it later? <laughs> oh, man. That would be next level awesome. Uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, after credits, again, we didn't really touch upon this, but Dane, Kit Harrington's character, who, Dane. Who's, who we know is going to be. Is it Dane? Yeah, it's Dane. yeah no, it is. Dane. Dane. Uh, <laughs> he's going to become the Black Knight. We got a post credit scene with him. Um, 
mm. being afraid of a sword and then eventually going and hearing picking up a sword and then a voice that says something along the lines of uh you know are you sure you want to pick that up and then you know it was it actually was revealed the, it was revealed by the is. director um Chloe how do you say your name Zhao Cho yeah um, so the director revealed in a, in a in a presser that the voice is actually going to be the actor who's playing the new Blade, um, Marshall Ali, yeah, Ali, which I think is 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 both um, fascinating and it also kind of feels like a let's just throw chaos in there for shits and giggles. Well, uh, it's already chaotic. Mm-hmm. Uh, my question is now: when we did uh, Morbius, the Morbius trailer reaction. I think on our last podcast, mm-hmm. uh, I said, How, you can't have Morbius without Blade. Right. Do we think the timing is interesting? Do we think Do we think maybe Blade, the character, was chosen? Because um, I don't know anything about the Black Knight. So my question to you, I guess, first is this. Black Knight character in the MCU, does he have ties to Blade? That's the first question. Do they have history? Or is they this do. the first time that we're seeing these two No, they, ha- they do have history. They do, okay. Um, because, again... The the Black Knight is actually Dane's family. Like they pass the sword down, a cursed sword, uh, the ebony, the ebony blade. blade, and it gives eternal life as well, or long life. Oh, depending on which comic you read. But Blade does work with the Black Knight in certain arcs for different things. Amazing, and and, and Morbius as well kind of pops yeah. in there as well. I don't think I think it's just a coincidence. I don't know because again you have to go back to like the confusion that is Marvel and Sony. Yeah, is it? But is it? Maybe that's what they want us to think. Maybe Kevin Feige is a mad genius, and who's the head of Sony? I think he is just mad. Oh, I mean, you have. I don't to think mad. there's a genius there. I just think he's mad. Oh, he's just insane. I don't know. I mean, but put it this way: I think it would be so cool. And you're right; it probably isn't. True, and I'm asking for too much, but I think it would be so cool that we have Morbius coming out. We've seen like two or two trailers or two teasers or whatever, and then you have Blade talking to the Black Knight at the end of Eternals, and I'm like, oh man, the synergy! If they get that right, if they get that, if Blade pops up in Morbius, you know, or Dane. All Dane. I can say is, all <laughs> I can say is, you remember when Twilight came out? Yeah, and vampires were cool again. Yeah, vampires can become cool again. Because of, yeah, Blade. Because of Blade, because of Morbius, like... Blade, like Morbius? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I feel <laughs> about this. Uh, did you... What else do we want to talk about before we get out of here? Um, bur- 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 talk bur- about Blade. What was the first uh, credits, after credit scene? First one was... The face? No. No, no. The first one was the... Was it Blade or was it Harry Styles? It's Harry Styles. It's Harry Styles, and then it was the Blade. And then it was Blade. Well, yeah. Black Knight, Black Knight, Black two Knight. very strong, two very strong after credit scenes. Mm-hmm. Usually, you get one good one. Sometimes, no good one. This one, I thought we got two pretty good ones. At least they leave good in the in the in the way that uh, more questions than answers, which I I, I assume is the point of. An I also scene. like the fact that like they threw Eros in there and they have Harry Styles Harry Styles playing the character because it's it's. It's smart on Disney's part and Marvel's part because it's like everyone knows at this point who and what Thanos is. Yeah. Right? And the fact that like Eros is related to Thanos, you know Why isn't he purple? Your average consumer <laughs> your average consumer can be like, I know who that guy is. I understand. Uh, Thanos, Thanos, I know I know also, him. Also, and in terms of why Thanos is purple and Eros is white, according to the comics, Thanos is purple because he's half deviant and half 
Celestial, uh, half uh, eternal. Oh, he's half deviant. Well, because he tends to go more towards the dark side, his skin turned purple. While Eros is more kind of playful, neutral, whatever the fuck. He's he's a god of love. So he's not a god. Are all well, titans half in, uh, eternal, half deviant? S- yes. The question is: Is our children learning? <laughs> and <laughs> the answer is no, obviously. <laughs> Uh, let's, uh, do you want to do a quick ranking here? So 2021's not oh, done man. yet. Let's do it. Let's do um, it. but I think 2021 is, no, actually there's still one more Marvel property coming out in 2021. Hawkeye, Ugh. the Disney plus series. That'll be last. Um, I don't <laughs> include Spider-Man in there because it is a Sony product. Oh, you're not including technically. S- oh, that's fair. Um, but we're going to recap the, what is it? Eight projects, Marvel projects that come out. That have come out so far in 2021. Division, Falcon, Winter Soldier, Black Widow, Loki, Ooh. What If, Shang-Chi, and now Eternals. And good. I kind of just want you to rank from least favorite to most favorite uh, so far. Okay. 2021. In terms wow. of what we've seen so far. Uh, okay. Um, pains me to do this, but last is probably Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Damn. Um, I think after that would be... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Black Widow is last. Falcon Winter Soldier is seventh. Um, then I'm going to put What If uh, at sixth. Uh, and then I'm going to do... Uh, I'm going to do... Uh, uh, well, it's, uh, Shang-Chi. Whoa. Uh, at fifth. I like Shang-Chi. I think everything after this is pretty good. Shang-Chi at fifth. I think fourth is going to be WandaVision. Um, wow. Okay. Uh, that, and then, that's surprising to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I liked WandaVision a lot. Um, uh, what's, what's, what's left here? Eternals, obviously. Loki. Loki. And what if? Wait, no, I did what if already. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did. Eternals. Yeah. And then what's the third one? No, you got no, Falcon. I got, I got Falcon. seventh, yeah. I think we're missing one. Or is it only just not count right? Yeah, it must have. So anyway, it's easy then. Um, the 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 it goes uh, Eternals, and then Loki is my favorite. Loki is your favorite. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. I, that's, my list that's is my kind of similar, but I think like you, um, Black Widow is gonna be my least favorite. Mm-hmm. Falcon Winter Soldier next. Yeah. Uh, then Wandavision. Mm. And then I'm going to go with, oh, wait, actually, this is tough. Ooh. Yeah, probably what if. Yeah, yeah, actually, what if. Help from your producer. I like that. Help from the producer. Then I'm going to go with Loki. Wow. Loki's low for you. Yeah, then Shang-Chi. Well, not low, but. And then Eternals. Wow, you're putting Eternals first. Yeah, I really oh, like Eternals. Like, I mean, I, I did too. I, I, thought, second, it was, I thought it was cool. Yeah. Shang-Chi's another one I like too, just because, mm-hmm. again, it felt very different from, yeah. you know, everything else. My only gripe with Shang-Chi was the fucking big clusterfuck yeah. of an ending. I mean, to be honest, everything that came out this year, uh, I, I, they the, tried only one that, the only one that I really, you know, was like, same old, same could old. say, I, you know, was like bored was yeah. Black Widow. I yeah. thought everything else was like interesting. Um, so hundred percent. I, I thought honestly, maybe would you say maybe the strongest year of Marvel ever? I would say the most different. Well, it's obviously the most content. So definitely the most <laughs> content ever. Yes, <laughs> I think it's the most probably we've ever come out from them. So it's crazy because yeah, like we still based on Black, numbers alone, we have, we have uh, yeah. Hawkeye and then we have Spider Man. 
And then yeah. that's yes, and that's a total of. And don't forget Venom. If you're gonna put Spider Man there, you're gonna oh, put you're Venom. gonna put Venom. Venom in there would as well. be last if we were including Sonya. Yeah. Yes, like in fact, it would be Venom, and then I would skip several spots, and, and then, then and then Black Widow. Widow. Yeah, because yeah, Venom was awful. Black Widow was at least Black Widow is like somewhat entertaining and funny, you yeah. know, at, at, in parts. So, ooh, favorite Eternal. Did ooh, you have that's one? a good one. That's a good one. I had, oh man, I liked them all for very different reasons, but Druig is my favorite. Oh, nice! Because you know he he had a he had the most interesting power where he can just control humans, mm-hmm. and so he was put in quite a predicament. Right? He could stop war and suffering, um, but that was not what he was there. He, that's not what that. Well, was the other to thing do, too, though, is so. he would also be removing free will. Removing at that free point, will. So, yeah. so I I thought he was put in quite the quandary. Um, and I thought the performance reflected that angst, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought all the character choices made sense for him. Um, so yeah, he was my favorite. Uh, my favorite. Oh, I like Kingo a lot too. My favorite is going to be Karan. Who? Karan. Who's that? Uh, Kingo's. Um, oh, uh, oh, uh, his uh, videographer. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's an he honorary was eternal in. He, in, uh, he in was my great. Mind. He, was, yeah. he has he has some like great lines like, uh, but like the 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 dinner table yep. scene where um, he's like I'm biased. He's like, what should we do? <laughs> They're like, what should we do? And he's like, I think you should save humanity. I'm a little I am biased, <laughs> but. Uh, you know, so good. As a videographer, like respect the man for having like a oh billion man. cameras. Dedication to the craft. Yeah. Yeah. He oh was man. a prepared individual. Like Yeah. I that I I, I I'm not even kind of kidding when I said like he was my favorite, like yeah, he was character. Great. Like he was great. He was honestly he that casting? Yeah. Brilliant. And I, I hope he's back. And he, he best be back. Yeah. He got that shot when Kango asked him. He had it. He got it. He's a pr- he's a professional. He's a professional. I love it. Uh, did you have a least favorite Eternal? Like one that annoyed the hell out of you? Sprite. Yeah, I mean, it's the easy one. Uh, and it's not even, it's, 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 it's just the character, you know? Yeah. The performance was great. Um, it's just that, that character being like this whiny, woe is me, yep. and, uh, you know, and just annoying teenager. There's no such thing as a cool teenager. It just doesn't exist, right? So any teenager, it's going to be the least favorite. Let's be yeah. honest. No, I definitely back that up. Yeah, I think Sprite. But you said it all the time. I don't think he did. I think that's our producer typing yeah, it I in. Type. Uh, we should mention it's actually a shame that we don't have Arjuna for this because I think Arjuna had would have brought a very different um, viewpoint to this movie. I bet he would have said no. Eternals caused Arjuna two headaches. Uh, that's true. Two really bad headaches. He saw it twice. And he saw both it twice, times. and both times he had headaches. So yeah. we can blame Eternals. And also, I feel like he was a bit less on the enthusiasm factor than we are. It makes sense. Movie. He might be allergic to a good story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm kidding, Arjuna. Have you met Crast? No. <laughs> uh, bold, do you have a bold prediction for the future? Like, oh, where do Eternals. we think? Yeah, where do you think <laughs> things are going? As of right now, and again, when Phase 1... F- you know, when Phase 1 was kind of up and starting for Marvel, it wasn't really apparent that Thanos was going to be the big baddie. It was in the works, but it wasn't really revealed just yet. Yeah. We're obviously in Phase 4. We're really kind of 10 15% into Phase 4. So we're not entirely sure who the big baddie is. We have some contenders. We got a ton <laughs> of contenders. Like, people are throwing things out like um, Ultimate, what, Ultimate Vision or Crazy Vision. Um, people are throwing out Galactus. Um, Kang, Kang, Arishem, uh, Arishem. Like, so I guess where w- do you think we're getting? Um, 
do, do you think we're getting a better idea of who it could be based on this movie? No, or? not at all. If, nice. if anything, that's just it's just throwing a throwing a wrench in everything. Uh, we you can have ideas. Uh, I personally would like to see if the first three phases were all about the good guys teaming up. Let's have all these ultra overpowered bad guys team up. I don't know how you do that believably or mm. even well. Yep. <laughs> In fact, that sounds like a terrible idea now that I say it. Have you heard <laughs> of Sony's Sinister Six? Yeah, this would blow them out of the water. Can you imagine if uh, um, uh, Kang and Arishem and Ultravision and, oh, God, that would be chaos. So do you have a bold prediction just for the future of the Eternals? Um, Based, like, kind of on what you've seen with the after credits. Yeah, scenes. yeah. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. So we saw the three remaining Eternals who were left on Earth get taken by Arishem. Yep. And then we've got, what, three Eternals meeting Eros. Mm-hmm. So the Eternals right now are split up. So I, w- I wouldn't be shocked. And there's still one on, on Earth. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if the future of Eternals is uh, an Eternal War. Oh, wait, sorry, no, there is not one on Earth. They were all taken. Never mind. Yeah, uh, an Eternal yeah. Civil War. So Eternal we'll have, Civil War. We'll have like some Eternals facing off. Because they, they're already set up really well in this movie where the Eternals don't always get along. They all have very different viewpoints, and they're all stubborn about them, right? They all kind of stuck to their guns for the most part. I didn't see a whole lot of compromise going on. There was was some, obviously. That's how you got the ending. But for the most part, they all kind of stuck to their guns. Um, So the Eternals have sort of been presented now as these kind of strong characters who believe what they believe. Mm -hmm. We've just got introduced to a new Eternal, um, Eros, so, yeah, why not? We've got Eternals in different places that set up like a little inter, uh, inter-eternal war. Maybe Icarus could come back and lead the good guys. Or just Against Athena's uh, bad guys or something. That would be kind of That'd cool. be awesome. Uh, I think for me, bold predictions, I think... <laughs> I think the Eternals that are floating in space, there's going to be some kind of crossover with the Guardians. Ooh. I think something will happen That there. would be fun. Um, Actually, that would make sense, right? We got an Adam Warlock uh, casting. I don't know what the fuck he is, but he seems powerful. So, you know, why not have some powerful superheroes in space meet other uh, powerful superheroes in space? And then we also, and then to add to that, I also think a Nick Fury is going to show up as well because we know Nick Fury is on a Kree ship, potentially doing stuff with the secret organization of Sword. Mm-hmm. So I think there is going to be a central space. Opera story, Galactic Patrol thing, or whatever. Yeah. Um. But I think that's that's. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see the the Harry Styles, um, and Thena and crew, in the in, in Guardians. What is it? Four or three? Three. Guardians three is coming later down the road. Wouldn't be surprised if they show up potentially either there or if they show up in Thor four, um. Was it Love and Thunder? Interesting. Um, with who also have the Guardians in there already? Like I wouldn't be surprised if there's like an after credit scene or something. Yeah, um, it's it's fun. It's gonna be a good time. I'm l- I'm glad we're leaving Earth and going into space. Yeah, fuck that place. Earth sucks. Yeah, yeah. Earth is. Uh, it's just been done. It's been overdone. Yeah, it's cliche now. Earth is cliche. Why why do Earth when you can do space anywhere else? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> literally. <laughs> Chris, it's just you and I, so uh, oh. we can flip a coin to decide who asked the question, or I'll ask no, it. no, it's ghost. All right, Ravi. Yes. Well, it's Eternals good. You know, we just sat here for over an hour, and uh, you know, basically talked about how amazing and surprising <laughs> it was, and how how polarizing it was. Uh, so, therefore, I'm probably just gonna say yes. <laughs> 
Uh, but I like to go about a ring around the rosy type of way. Of course. And again, like I just said, it was a surprising movie. It was polarizing, which I think is always a somewhat can be a good thing because it gets different viewpoints and all that fun stuff. Uh, Christian, was Eternals good? It was good. I enjoyed it very much, and uh, I'm still thinking about it to this day, and I want to see it again. Same. I want to see it next time in IMAX because I think mm. the scale mm. of the Celestials, I think oh, we missed yeah. out a little bit doing it in Dolby as opposed to IMAX. Potentially, um, yeah. But I think like, they did a, like visually they did a good job. I, I actually can't complain too much about the CG. CGI. It, we we didn't even talk about it, but, but the what well, we did a little bit, but the fight scenes, like yeah. especially with like um, Icarus's uh, eye blast, mm-hmm. Kingo's blast, like the whole the blasts, the blasts, the golden blast, blast was great. Gilgamesh is like punching, punching and yeah, uh, you know, um, Thena, Thena, yeah, Thena yeah. was great. Uh, by the way, like Angelina Jolie, amazing choice. Like you know, I, I don't even know where she's been except for the Snow White movies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so great, great casting choice there as well. Yeah, the whole thing, nice surprise, thing. which is yeah. awesome. So. Yeah, and I'm glad. I'm actually glad that I was wrong that she wasn't like the big baddie. Yeah, and we're gonna see more of her. Yeah, which I think is cool. Yeah, gotta get that paycheck. Yeah, gotta get that money. I mean, that's that like if you are want to be a serious actor now in Hollywood, if you're not attached to Marvel or Star Wars, yeah, you're gonna starve. Because they're taking all the money. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only movies that people see now. Yeah. Every other movie is losing money. Keanu Reeves actually <laughs> gives away his money because he... He's too good of a man. Well, actually, too good speaking of, of giving away movies, and then we'll end this, uh, Will Smith um, oh. gave away part of his salary. Um, what, is it King Richard? The new golf movie that he's starring in. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, no, no. Tennis. The Serena, tennis, Serena yes. yeah. Williams. He actually gave some of his paycheck um, to the crew because they're doing a digital release as opposed to just a theater only. So I guess that screws some, you know, cast over or wow. crew over, excuse me, in terms of salary. So that's a nice gesture. That's a very nice gesture. Yeah. I wish the, the studios, the people who can, you know. Oh, yeah. Would, that would, uh, that would, be would, nice. would take point on that, but yeah. Yeah, nope. Can't have everything. And with that, that's going to do it for us here. And was it good? Uh, like I said at the beginning of the show, we live, or not live actually, we uh, put our entire pod out on YouTube in video format on youtube.com slash was it good. You can follow us on Twitter at was it good to determine when our, or find out when our next pod is. Uh, we're on TikTok and Instagram at was it good. And actually, our next pod is going to be this Friday, and we are actually live streaming it for a change um, on YouTube slash was it good. Uh, it's actually just going to be Arjuna and I, and we're going to be talking and recapping the Disney Plus uh, extravaganza event where a bunch of new content and new things will come out. And Ooh, Will Tim Cook be there? Why? I don't know. I think of like live events and think of Apple and that for Tim Cook. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. It's a different one. I don't, I don't actually watch those. Things. And on that, we're going to end it. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>